Hello, everyone. Jane here uh, from Your Weight Loss, honestly. Um, and today we're talking about our relationship with the scale or just the relationship with the scale, aka your relationship with the scale. Hello, Alicia. Hello, beautiful friend. I really like this topic. I well, think we can change the world with this topic. Um, I actually am glad that this got brought up because uh, I have, we haven't, I don't know what's happening in your brain with the scale. Right. Like, I feel like I was on my podcast the other day, or on my podcast, on my walk the other day, listening to a podcast and thinking about how far you've come with your relationship with the scale and like going from weighing yourself every day to not as often and not that you ever struggled with it, but just the fact that you, that habit changed, that was significant. And I, I just like, I was like, we need to recognize that. Yes. Okay. I, I like this. I like what you're saying. And it's so true. Like I, and I, I said this a few, I don't know if you're following my maintenance uh, lives, but I think two maintenance lives ago, or maybe it was just this last Friday, I was like, I'm like not the same person. Like I, I can't explain. Obviously, I'm explaining it as I, as I can. But it, that's just what it is. I feel like I'm a different human up here. I look physically the, the same, whatever. But I'm like not the same person in my brain. My language is different. My perception is different. Um, and I think I'm allowing members to like get into my brain, and it's like I'm experiencing this thought process. And I'm not saying it's the right way or the or or that the way I thought before was wrong. I'm just like so. F I'm gonna stay connected to what this is telling me and how my body's reacting to this way of thinking. Um, I think it's also setting an amazing example for our members and not that you were ever emphasis on numbers, but you had such a strong relationship that you could know every single number, get on the scale and it not be a big thing, but not all of our members could do that. And I mm -hmm. think, you know, the talk of numbers so often, maybe they were struggling and now it, it's just like amazing to watch and see and unfold actually. I know what you mean. I know. And it's actually amazing because I'm obviously I'm so connected to who I was as well. Like I remember all the details of like the things I thought and the things I did and the things I, so because I have that like kind of crazy memory, I can really compare it to how I think and how I react and what I do right now. So yes, there's certainly growth there. I think that for me, because it is your way and I truly strongly believe in that, in that statement, si tu veux, I want people to know that there's no wrong way. Like if you're the person that's like, I need to get on the scale every day, this allows me the success I want, the language I want, the language that makes me happy, then that, that's perfect. What I'm trying to do is that I'm trying to create a, a conversation about, you know, that this could also be your way. And, and if, if you're ready to try, or if you see interest or you're curious about this way, try it and see. Um, but your way, your way, weight loss is very much a program that is like allowing you to experiment. And that also means that's friggin' different. If you've been in a program where it's like very much 12 weeks starts this week, finish this week. It is so different to be a part of your way weight loss than any other program that we're like, well, try it and see. And they're like, well, what do you mean? How, what if, what if, what if what? Like you need to figure this out. You need to like try this out. And we're giving them a space to do that. And I'm like doing it myself. So it's like, I'm kind of modeling the fact that it never ends. I'm kind of modeling that, you know? Absolutely. And you know, it, we're different too because people stay with us for years and years and years. Yeah. And so the actual skill of adjusting your way is essential 
for continued success. So you change as a human, your environment change, your priorities and your goals change. And as we live our lives, if we're going to continue to lose weight, keep it off, be happy, be comfortable in our skin, the skill of recognizing, actually, this habit isn't serving me anymore. How can I adjust and tweak this to align better with who I am right now? That is a skill. Yeah. And oh, that's absolutely. Because we're okay, seeing it. people want to lose weight. Okay. So step one, almost to everyone that joins is like, I want to lose weight, whether it's 15, a hundred pounds, whatever. Okay. So it's like, they have weight loss in mind. So that's their first goal. And then the second goal that this is how their brain works. And we're trying to like, kind of shift it a bit. We understand that the focus often is weight loss. Like I'm coming here and I'm joining you to lose weight. Je comprends. Um, so, okay. Step one, they want to lose weight. Step two, they understand and they know, and they want to keep the weight off. Okay. So they know this, it's like this, this is in their brains, like step one, losing the weight, step two, maintaining it. And I think what not a lot of programs and not a lot of people have con the conversation about step three and step three is the one where you maintain a weight that you keep maintaining a weight that aligns with who you want to be as you progress, who you want to be, because who you want to be when you lost that weight will keep changing as you get older, as life happens, as um, adulthood kicks in or whatever, or like just as you get, you age, like you change. Yeah. You have kids, your kids get older, you, you know, like life changes. So for me, I had step one, which was the weight loss piece. And that piece has been, I've been successful with the weight loss piece of my journey for over a decade. Okay. So done, but like, I still need to keep that. Okay. So I, because I want that. Okay. So step one, lost weight, 10 years. Then it's the maintenance piece. That's really good. Like I also have good, good uh, data. Si tu veux. Uh, have you maintained your weight off? That does not take, we do not take, when we say that, that's not emotional. That's not saying, were you happy for the past five years? It's, did you keep the weight off? That's physical. Okay. But the third piece, which is the most important piece. And that's the part that most programs don't even get to part three. Okay. Most programs don't even freaking get to part two. Let's be real. Okay. So we're going above and beyond here. And we're like, part three, are you happy? And I'm thinking of a metaphor and I'm going for it. You ready? Can't wait. It's like being married. Okay. So one out of two marriages don't, don't stay married. Does that make sense? So it's like, let's say we say that with weight loss, people do lose weight. That would equal getting married. Not a big percentage keeps the weight off. So not a big percentage actually stays married. There's one out of two. Then there's step three. It's actually being happily married. This is really good. You see this what I mean? This is really I'm good. I'm telling you, for sure, the one out of two that stays married, la, not 100% are happy. No. So it's the same as the one out of two that keeps the weight off. And it's not even one out of two. It's probably one out of 10. No, it's even less. Okay. But the one out of 10 that keeps the weight off is not necessarily happy in what they created and in what they achieved. So I'm at like step 17, I feel like, because I've been <laughs> doing this so long, but how I got to doing what I did in September, which was letting the scale go, was going even deeper into who I want to be in the type of life I'm trying to create for myself after this freaking 20 years of building this life of losing the weight, maintaining it off, really following who I want to be in my happiness. But this past two years has been really about 
who I want to be and making sure I am being Jose uh, that is that is happy. But also, like, I feel like since September, I've, like, brought it to, like, the deepest level of, like, I, I want to be almost transforming myself into the person that has never had a weight problem. And that takes a friggin' long time, you guys, because that's, like letting go of, of, you know, the mental, um, you know, trauma or physical, uh, body image, uh, you know, trauma, all of that stuff that we go through. And on top of that, you create children, your body changes. Like there's a lot of shit that you need to heal. And I'm trying to heal that. And I'm not saying just because I'm like, I'm changed. It means I'm healed. I need to keep like, keep digging, keep trying, keep, um, connected and do things that feel right. So I, I'm, I am getting on the scale more this month than I was in September. Um, but it's also not because I feel like I need it or I'm going backwards. It's because in September I'd given myself that rule and I'm not yeah. about rules. You know, it's yeah. about making sure that I'm following, that I'm staying connected with who I want to be. And, and Jeff doesn't have a rule of not getting on the scale. You know, people that have never had a weight problem are not giving themselves a rules around to get on the scale. So I'm trying yeah. to create that person. It's going to take a while, um, but it's I'm like two months in though of like really uh, being different and thinking differently. Um, but I, again, the way I thought 10 years ago, the way I thought last year, the way I thought three years ago was not bad. It, it, yes. it was, you know, it wasn't, I wasn't doing anything bad when I was, you know, more depriving myself during the week to have a, you know, a, a, a crazier weekend or a heavier weekend. That wasn't bad. I wasn't doing anything bad. I wasn't doing anything bad when I weighed my clothes before going on a scale. I'm sorry. I wasn't doing anything bad. I was doing what felt right, but <laughs> oh my God. I know no. but to get to where I am today, there needs to be awareness. It's a journey. It's a ride, guys. It's it a journey. A and sometimes you almost have to separate. Like when I worked on my relationship with, uh, oh, hi, Phoebs. Look oh, at this. Roger. Look at my girl delivering me coffee. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> you want to say hi? We're recording a podcast. Hi, girl. Hi. All right. Thanks, babe. Hi. Make sure you shut the door. That was very good service. Oh. Um, sometimes I think that you almost need to, uh, set weight loss aside when you are healing those big things. Like, you know, it, I don't want to say th those things are maybe easier to tackle once you are in maintenance, but maybe they are easier to tackle when you're not also trying to lose weight. Absolutely. We always say that when you're on your weight loss journey, never forget who you are, but also realize that who you are while you're losing your, your weight is not going to be who you are going to be when you maintain. And then the first year of maintenance, the who you are and what you choose to do to maintain your weight is going to be different the year after and the year after and the year after. That's why it like never ends if you want to stay connected to your best self. And your best self is not a number. It's not a look. It's just you feeling like how you show up in your life is who you want to be. And like just this summer, which is just freaking three months ago, Leash, I was weighing every day, calculating my average. That was a part, that was not obsession. That was actually allowing me to show up more as who I wanted to be during the summer. Cause I was like not stressing about Saturday morning weigh-in, you know? So it's like, that was it's kind of ironic. Some people would have seen it like, oh my God, she's calculating averages. Yes, but I'm doing this to not be the person who 
worries about Saturday morning weigh-in. I'm doing this to allow Josie to live a funner life. And that always, that's always something, you know, obviously your weight loss as a business has evolved and it, it started with literally Jose in a hall with a scale yeah. um, and, and people weighing themselves or, or us weighing them and writing their number down. And, you know, and throughout the pandemic that changed and it kind of changed to like a self weighing station. And, you know, there was pieces of that, that never felt like never sat a hundred percent with me in the sense that I didn't like that people felt like they couldn't live their lives on a Friday because they're getting weight on a Saturday. Like your Friday weight matters too. So does your Monday weight. Like it, it's, it's all a part of the story. And you know, I, a red flag, you know, is putting so much emphasis on that one day of weigh in right. and be, right. and, and seeing yourself acting in a way the day before that is just for weight loss. So whether it's not eating any carbs, running on the treadmill, not drinking water, you know, some people as far as to like, you know, taking laxatives and like, oh my gosh, like we need to really take a step back guys and say, are there, are there some red flags around the way I'm acting with my relationship with the scale? Okay. So let's go right into that because go. that's exactly what I wanted to talk about when it comes to your relationship with the scale okay. and the red flags, the like warning sign, like this is, and it's not warning sign attack action. It's awareness. Okay. You guys, so we're not telling you that there's something bad with these signs. Cause most of you, I hundred percent are going to be listening to our red signs and all of you are going to be doing these things. I mean, that's how, that's how we're able to say them. Cause we've all, we've done them all. You and I One million percent, you guys. Okay. Oh. So the reason why we know that you do this is because we did this and we still <laughs> got our success. Yeah. So that's what I want to point out. I also weighed my clothes before getting on the scale. I also might've drank a little less water the night before, but I grew out of that with the help of reflection, awareness, focusing on who I want to be, realizing I didn't want to do that anymore and not giving up, but finding solutions. And I think that your weight loss gives you that, that, that space, that environment to do that. So we're just putting these things on the table so you can think. And just kind of to prompt reflection. And I just, you know, before we get into the red flags, we are not saying that any one of these things are bad, that you no. are a bad person if you do this, that you have a bad relationship with the scale that you do this. These are just things that we've seen in our own personal experience and with our thousands of members, yeah. specific behaviors that they've done that indicate potentially we need to work on yeah. our relationship with the scale. Absolutely. These are things that we see that might not hinder your weight loss. They might not hinder maintenance for the first year, but they'll hinder step three. They'll hinder the the third step that no one talks about, you know? And that's it's like, good shit. That's yeah. good shit right there. I love you so much. Um, but yeah, I just I feel like this is and and we're you're, I'm not saying you're a lucky, but like we're in step 14. So we're warning you about step three, and that step three is important, and we know what you want out of this. We know you want weight loss, maintenance, happiness. We know that. So we're just like bringing awareness in your life that if you are doing one of these uh, things that we're going to talk about, that one day you won't be doing those things. And we know that. Like one day you should work on not doing those things because I'm pretty sure that that is not who you want to be for the rest of your life. That's it, you guys. Okay. And, and if they're not taking away from your weight loss journey, they're not, might not be taking away from your maintenance journey, but they're taking away step three, which is like a beautiful marriage. I really have never thought of it that way before. And I really like it. 
because so many people do do all of these red flag things and continue to do all of these red flag things. Um, and it doesn't impact their weight loss, but it's when we get to the maintenance phase that maybe and even beyond maintenance, it's like maintenance while being happy. So, you know, and it's like the marriage, it's the marriage. You can stay married, but if you're miserable, guys, this is good stuff right now. This is good stuff. Um, that's like, t- they should put us on TV and we can say all these things. We can, we will guys. We and we will, step three. I'll do my hair. If you put I'll me in your hair. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Um, okay. I feel like your hair is beautiful. I love your frigging big bun. The dream. Yeah. Okay. You guys. Okay. For me, I think if we want to not like pinpoint tiny little things, leash, I think it's more, I want to talk about the mood around when you get on the scale. Okay. So when someone gets on the scale and it creates a mood, if it changes your mood, we can even say if it changes your mood in a positive way or in a negative way, that still is a trigger. Okay. That's, it still is like, wow. Okay. The number still plays a role in my mood. And I can almost say up to like freaking just two minutes ago, it played a role in my mood. Most of the time though, the mood was so chill and most of the time always happy, but it's also because of all the work I've put in for the past 20 years that I can say these things and that I do not get faced by a big gain. I don't, I, I, you know, it might create a mood, but it's like a mood of like, all right, girl, like, because I've worked on other things, AKA relationship with myself. I'm my own hype girl. I'm my best friend. So my best friend, my, my best friend, my best friend kicks in when, when the skill goes up a lot, you know? So I've created other relationships in my language than just the one with the scale. Um, yeah. So does it play a role in your mood? And that's for you to reflect on. And both positive and negative, you know, where you're like, is your day made if you're down point whatever from the day before versus, you know, are you super cranky? Um, and, and obviously, you know, you probably don't need us to explain to why, but, but, you know, I've seen in the past for myself, I then that mood then creates actions that do not align with who I want to be. Um, whether it's, you know, oh, ooh, I was down a bit. I got a little bit of leeway. Well, no, that's bullshit. That's not how I'm showing up in the world. I'm showing up in the world as who I want to be. And I don't want to be the person that drinks more wine because she was down the day before. That's dumb. Like, do you want wine or not? Drink it. Um, and the other way too, how many times have we seen people say, Oh, well, might as well eat McDonald's then if I'm not going to lose weight eating salad. And we go in and, you know, punish ourselves because the scale was up. I Yes, yes, to everything Alicia said. And for me, it's mostly like you are giving it. This is legit seconds in your day, like a moment. And you're allowing that one. Every time you get on the scale, it's a moment. Whether it's once a day, whether it's twice a day, it's still just a moment in your day and your if 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 this plays a role in your mood it means you're giving one small moment so much power over your beliefs your language your thoughts if one moment allows you to say i suck i'll never lose weight imagine the power that that moment help it has over you and the future and the past and like you're it's just a legit two second moment in your day and you're allowing it to represent way more than it really is. So that's why we just like want to check in. Is it, you know, um, playing a big role in your mood? So that's step one. Um, and, and trigger one. Yeah. I mean, there's so many one, one for me too, is, um, the, I don't want to say need, but almost the need to see the scale go down to continue what you're doing. 
Okay. I like that. Okay. You know, I've seen people say literally quote, and I mean, it's funny, but I will burn the building down if I get on this scale and I'm not down two pounds. And, and that for me, you know, if you are needing the scale to go down in order to continue what you're currently doing, what you're doing does not align with who you want to be. No. And, and it's, it's, you're trying to do this in a way that is not, you're not going to sustain. If you need the reinforcement of the scale going down yes. to continue what you are currently doing, you need to look at what you're currently doing. Yeah, exactly. It's the problem is not in the two pounds being there or not. The problem is in what you're doing. You're doing things that are beyond what you're willing to do for the rest of your life. You're just willing to do it for the two pounds. And that is not, you're not thinking of step two or three. You're just thinking of step one. So I think that's, that's not focusing on uh, weight loss. That's not focusing on what you actually want to accomplish. You're just really blinded by step one, which is I am here to lose weight and that's it. And, and you really need to in, try, at least try your best and, and have that conversation and create awareness around all three steps at the same time. Like you have to have a little bit of it. We understand when you're losing weight, you are on a weight loss journey and it is a different journey than step two. And it's a different journey. I understand that, but you need to encompass everything. It's like, if you're a step one, no, you're not even married, you're single, but you need to be starting to think I'm going to find someone that I'm going to at least try to get to step three with correct. Or at least step two. If you're just grabbing anyone from the side of the road, you know, you're not going to stay married, you know? So you, if you know, you're just doing things for weight loss and you're not thinking of, am I actually going to marry this person? Am I actually going to be happy with this person? You understand that when you're looking for a partner, you need to think of all the steps though. At least think of it, be aware of it. Um, but it's the same thing for weight loss. You need to be aware that like the things you're doing are not for step two and three. And that is a red flag. Next red flag is when you are, it needs to be at the exact same time with the same clothes, with the same scale. It cannot be a different scale. It needs to be this. When you're being particular about what, when, where. And this one like is hard because obviously if you want data, which is what the scale is, and you want the most accurate data it is smart to weigh yourself with the same clothes with the same scale at the same time of day so as much so i want to say that but also it's the amount of anxiety around if all of those things are not in place that's when it's a red flag Agreed. Okay. So absolutely. It is smart. I like that you said smart. It is like, it is actually what we recommend, right? Cause yeah. we, why do we recommend that? Not because it's what works. It's because we know it's going to create less drama in your life. Okay. Because we know that the, especially women. So we're going to have a conversation about women versus men and their relationship with the skill, but especially women, we know the drama that comes around weighing in with boots when you're used to not weighing with boots. And we were like, that's why we're like, okay, to cut the drama that we know most women create, we're going to tell them to try to, you know, stay consistent so that their emotions can stay consistent. But it's also don't just because we're not saying it's like the thing I said in the other podcast, the focus on what we're saying, what we're not saying. Cause the other piece should just be like, duh, that's common sense guys. If you get on this different scale, it's probably going to be different data. And yeah. if you get on the scale at night, it is going to be different data. Do yeah. we need to tell you this, you guys? I think so. I mean, and if you get on with boots, you're going to weigh more because you're wearing boots, guys. So if you cannot train your brain to think rationally around getting on a skill with boots, that's a red flag. 
Absolutely. So think of men, like think of a man that goes to the doctor and the doctor's like, yes, I'd like to weigh you. I am pretty sure they're going to keep their belt on their construction boots on. They're going to make, no, they're going to ask, do I need to take my boots off? Like they don't even want to. Their okay. phone is in their pocket. Phone is in their pocket. Keys, hat, glasses. And then women are quite literally taking their bras off. Literally. Okay. And I'm like, what is happening? And I know it's because societal pressure, society, the way we grew up, women, the way we think is I do think that there's this connection between if the number's lower, I'm better. Absolutely. So you want to show the lowest number possible. Can I go pee? Can I go have a poop? Can I take off my bra? So that at least if someone else sees the number, it's going to be the lowest possible today. And there's that relationship with the scale that men do not have. They could not care less what the doctor thinks or what the whatever. And that's just social, social pressure, social, socialism, social pressure as all, as well as uh, drama. Just yeah. men just do not have the same emotional attachment and drama with their weight. I mean, you know, it's a grand sweeping statement, but in general, men are far less emotional and far more rational about what they weigh and how much they eat. Absolutely. And they, I'm pretty sure that just, it's just a percentage. I mean, we're not saying every person with a penis thinks this way or every piece of person with a vagina thinks this way. We're just saying that chances are most, it is very common that men do not, you know, talk shit about themselves after eating too much. Yeah. You know, it's not, they don't relate it to like, mm -hmm. I'm bad. This is what's bad. I feel guilty. Yeah. Um, and then another red flag for me, we kind of already touched on about it, but it's, it was the anxiety that people have around an event the night before their official weigh in. Like, right. you know, again, we're thinking phase three guys in phase three in phase four, when you are happily maintaining your weight, you are going to go out on a Friday night. Yeah. And we don't want you to be worried about what the scale is going to say on Saturday versus Friday. And listen, this is like high-end shit here. That's difficult. Like that took me years though. And I was still successful. I still lost my weight and kept it off for years. But once I started digging into my lifestyle, my happiness, who I wanted to be, that's where I shifted my budget. I shifted the way I was living my life on weekends and how I saw Friday nights. So we're just telling you, like we're having, we're, We've gone through those steps where, again, we're maybe at step 14, um, but we're allowing you to just kind of look into the future a little bit and seeing, okay, how can I maybe use this knowledge and use this awareness today? I love that. And I love that you're giving space for that and recognizing that, that, that we are in the more advanced stages of our journey. You know, and why are we more in the advanced stages of our journey? Time. 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 No, That's we're it. not unique. We're not special. We really stayed connected through the years of being parents, of, of dealing with, uh, you know, um, whether it's career change and just all of that emotions, life, pandemic. And so we've gone through all of the, the things that humans go through, but we stayed connected to who we wanted to be. And yes, 10 years ago, I wanted to be the person that didn't go out on Fridays so that she would be happy in her skin on Saturday morning. I made those choices and that's okay. You know? Yeah. But and just time brought us where we are today. And just be, I just think for people that aren't ready to like think that way or change that way, I think just having the conversation yeah. is beneficial. Yeah. 
Absolutely. I mean, talk about just having the conversation. That's so much of what our membership is. And we, if you guys, if you enjoyed this conversation, we have tons of meetings on the community group about the scale, the relationship with the scale. Like you would just search in the community group scale. Yeah. And so, right. I mean, the whole program is about conversation and awareness and allows people to make choices. That's why it's called your way. And there's obviously so many tangible strategies as well. Like there's like, you know, you can plan your week. There's, we organize you. We know that's for some people, these are tools that they need. So, so many strategies and tools at your disposal, but who we are and what we do is really, um, we change your language. We change your thoughts. We change your beliefs to allow you to believe in the proper things to be able to have the successful, um, you know, the success that you are looking for. Cause right now, if you have not been able to achieve what you've wanted to achieve, it was your belief system is stopping you from doing that. Your thought process is stopping you from doing that. So we're, we're allowing a space to change those beliefs to give you the proper ones for success. And how could you get access to all of these tools right now for free? For friggin' free, you guys. So free. only once a year, I think we did it twice this year, but only once or twice a year do we open up your weight loss for free. Um, and that is actually happening right now. Um, so it's a 10-day free trial. So for 10 days, you'll have full access to everything, even our friggin' cookbook that you could download and just say, peace out, I'm out, I got my cookbook for free. Good for you. Um, but yeah, that's exactly it. We feel like there's tons of people looking at us, Leash. And they're just, they need that experience. Your weight loss is an experience. It's not a piece of paper. It cannot be written on a piece of paper. It cannot be a PDF. Um, it's an experience that you feel and you live. So that's why we really wanted to open up to people that are watching us that are feeling that, that want, well, okay, here you go. Come and feel us, come and creep us. I mean, there are PDFs involved, but it's yes, we're more, yes. but we're more than a PDF. So if you guys have been thinking humming and hawing, it's the perfect time. Yeah. Get a little inside sneak into what it's all about, what it feels like. Print all the shit that you want to print and uh, enjoy the 10 days. Yeah. Link is in bio, you guys. It is the perfect time for you to come and creep us for real and have access to everything. And if you're really smart, like Alicia said, if you're really smart about it, you could really take in a lot of content in 10 days if you really fully uh, use that time properly. So go on. Um, it closes very soon. It closes on Sunday. Um, so there's only so much time that we offer this amazing free trial. Uh, so go and click and just do your thing. Come and talk to team. Ask us yeah. questions, yeah. Look at the calorie deficit, um, content, the happiness content. I mean, there's so much to look at. So, I mean, take advantage of that free, um, that free membership, I guess. Okay. Enjoy. Yeah. yeah. All right, everyone. This was like, I think that we've allowed them. We've created a space for how they've maybe behaved around the scale so that you guys can really just create more awareness around how you are personally behaving and how maybe it does not align with your long-term who you want to be. Love like it. Step three. Step five. It's like, oh yeah, step five. It's like me when I am, I've decided to stay married so far. Um, and then I'm like, okay, I want to be happy married. Well, that happily married. Well, that means that I needed to look into like more a patient Josie, more understanding, more compromising. So if I look a little bit in the future, I could stay the same. But then if I really want to be truly happy, I need to maybe like work on different things. Step eight guys is happily married while having consistent sex. And, and, and that you really enjoy. 
stay tuned for that podcast. <laughs> okay, everyone, we love you. We appreciate you. Follow us everywhere. Leave a review, uh, leave uh, stars, tell your friends, all the things. You know what we, that helps us. It supports us. We love showing up for you for free on this, pro, uh, on this platform. It is probably one of our favorites. So keep following us. Bye, you guys. Bye.